0: Hey everyone, welcome to A Dose of Mind and Body, your audio prescription to anything pharmacy, mental health, and fitness or lifestyle habits. My name is Miriam. I am a pharmacist who loves to share my experiences with you all with a step-by-step on how to implement these new strategies, stories from my own experiences, and more to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be and be the best version of yourself possible. I am your host. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody welcome back to another episode of a dose of mind and body on today's episode we have a special guest sammy Gutierrez. she is um a host of her own podcast called a heart heart at home and she um specializes in relationship help and tips so today we are having her on our on my show to talk about like relationship help um and just some common themes she sees with people who reach out to her. So um, I wanted to thank her for coming on the show today and introduce her. Hey,
1: Sammy, how are you? Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I love the networking we got going on here. We actually met on TikTok um, for those who are just tuning in, which is kind of cool to kind of just come across the common themes and really just band together and really figure out some of the things that can work between us and between other people and so i'm just excited to be
0: here yes i'm so excited too i feel like it's awesome when you just like connect with someone through platforms and just like have absolutely yes we can just talk about things and empower one another so it's it's an amazing connection
1: absolutely
0: um can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today
1: yes so i am 25 I live in California and I really just started this journey of relational health. When I was, when I was like 19, I was in a, I was previously engaged to a prior boyfriend at this point, And we were in a super toxic dysfunctional relationship. I had no idea like that any bad could come out of being in relationships. And you don't realize how, Putting yourself in a vulnerable position of loving somebody or being loved, you ultimately, if that's placed within the wrong hands or within the wrong person, then not only can they not meet your needs emotionally, but they can also damage your emotional needs. They can also taint your perspective of things. And so I had no idea going into that relationship, like that was even a possibility. It's like you have this kind of, oh, that's my high school sweetheart. I would love to just get married and, you know, do the whole shebang. But it definitely was not that. And I think I had a really hard hit of reality of how important relationships are to a person's growth, to a person's life and to a person's mental health. So over the years of being in that relationship, I had became emotionally abused, physically abused, mentally abused and It really took a grip of God to get me out of that situation. And I firmly found that I do believe that he showed me many signs and gave me the strength to be able to leave, but it wasn't until I was ready. It wasn't until I was looking and seeking and saying, okay, this may not be it, but what is, and it was in those, in that season of my life that I was shown how amazing God is and how much he really truly cared about me to not be in that relationship. And I don't think many people have that same understanding just like I, like God cares about your relationship and he cares about you and he cares about you being happy and you being loved well. And so in that, and those many occurrences that I've experienced, I was let out and I fully 100% believe it was not by my strength. It was definitely something beyond because I had been trying to leave for years and I was in that relationship for three years. And it wasn't until I finally was like, okay, I give up. Like there's nothing I can do to change this. There's nothing I can do that see this as beneficial to my life anymore. And I was able to leave and leaving was half the battle because then there's dealing with the emotional trauma and the damage and all of the things that came with it on the other side. So it definitely was a process of really finding myself again. Learning how to love myself beyond what I've experienced, learning how to see myself as beautiful, as worthy, as someone who is capable of being loved well, and someone who can still find some hope that there can be a not fairy tale love, not unrealistic, but there can be a healthy form of love given in an earthly relationship. And I think many times people come out of toxic and abusive relationships and they're like, man, F love, love isn't real. And we have so many songs where you're like, Oh, I don't want love. I want loyalty. And it's like, Hey, no, that falls within it. It's an umbrella. Yeah. And I didn't learn all of these things within days. I didn't learn them within months. It's been a journey and it's been a couple of years, but that's why I wanted to share all that I've experienced and all that I've learned on platforms like TikTok, so that in 15 seconds, someone can be reminded, Hey, you do not have to stay stuck in somewhere where you're not loved well that there's something greater on the other side there's something purposeful about loving yourself and being loved well and how you can accumulate more freedom from that and so that's one thing that's a little bit about myself I know it's a little bit of a mouthful but that's kind of how I came to starting the podcast and how I came to wanting to share the experience with other women or young ladies that can really relate to where I'm at and hopefully gain something from it and find that same freedom.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally um, admire you for that because I I feel like that's something that a lot of us lack, like sharing our experiences because we feel like we're going to be judged or because we feel weak or because others will think less of us or like just judge us on what we've went through. So like the fact that you are able to share your experiences, both relationship and just like, either bad and good is amazing because like people can't do that or don't want to do that you know and so that shows a lot about your character and who you are so that that's like amazing so I definitely definitely think that what you're doing is definitely going to change millions of people's lives so that's
1: great so
0: so I feel like the common theme kind of going from the toxicity relationship how do you help someone kind of like realize that they need to let go of a toxic relationship and what kind of advice would you give them
1: uh, this is kind of two-sided because being in a toxic relationship by making somebody and this is like the foremost biggest disclaimer say and it say, me when i was in a toxic relationship everyone would come up be like they're so this and they're so that and they're so this and they do this to you and they treat you this way it really didn't help And people think by pointing out the other person's flaws is gonna help me leave. But the reason why I'm stuck isn't because I hate the other person. The reason why I'm stuck is because I don't love myself. So you trying to tell me how much I should hate them does not make me love myself more. And so being in it and hearing all my friends and family come and tell me these things, honestly, no one understood, but being on the other side of it, it's like, okay, everyone just tried to make me hate them even more. But if I don't love myself, that doesn't make a difference. And so one thing is for those who are experiencing it within friends or family or somebody close to them, don't try to make them hate the person. Try to speak them into loving themselves more because that's not until I, when I realized I'm capable of so much more or I deserve something more is when it started to click with me. But it's not until you have that discovery of doing it. And so to friends of it, I would say don't make them hate them. That's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um but for somebody who's in it, my experience, I was engaged to this guy. And so I remember coming home and I took off my engagement and washing dishes after working eight hour shift and I was like exhausted, depleted. Like be, mm-hmm. depleted is an understatement. I remember emotionally, physically, mentally, I was just like really low. And I remember washing dishes, and I'm like, "This is what the rest of my life is going to be like. This is who I'm going to be with. This is how I'm going to feel forever. Like this is, this is it." And I kind of just began to settle. And yeah. in my mind, I had a thought because at this point, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe like I had an idea. You created the world, you know, but yeah. it was, it was no type of personal connection or relationship or anything and I remember I had a thought so as I'm settling my mind like this is it this is Samantha Sammy girl get used to it you gonna park here and this is going to be it and I remember I had a thought crossed my mind and said when you're done with this let me know because I have better and it was so alarming because it was so hopeful and I had never experienced some hope in such a long time that it intrigued me and it locked me in and I'm like i remember verbatim so i finished watching this i don't even remember that night because i'm so hyper focused on this thought that i had and then i'm like okay god if you're real and this is you i'll leave this relationship if you prove to me that you're real send somebody from a church any church today to come and talk to me and to tell me and sure enough that's exactly what happened it was random completely i had even forgot i prayed that prayer and it was completely just such an orchestrated thing that I'm like okay I know for i know for a fact this is it and so when i had that hope and when i clung on to that hope and some people's hope may not be in God and I truly believe that it's the best hope to have but some people may hope in their you know career some people may hope in their future some people may hope in their just goals and if they have that much hope in something else then i would recommend them to to stick to that hope, to figure out their, whatever it is that's going to make them grasp onto something that is worth being loved well and treated well and having a future. Because we become so consumed by these toxic relationships that we forget. We have futures beyond marrying this person who genuinely probably doesn't make us happy, who makes us cry more often than not. We have futures to hit our own goals and do some things for ourselves and it's when we get lost in the midst of it that we forget those things so if someone was in a toxic relationship i would remind them hey where do you see yourself what were your goals before this relationship why were those your goals you know kind of reignite that fire within them to, to spark something up saying they are a whole being by themselves they do not need this other person to complete this other side of them. And they don't have to bank on a future where they're so uncertain, knowing that they're not feeling loved in the way they should be.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. See, I feel like everything you said is verbatim of what, like, I try to preach to myself because I used to be like, Oh my God, like, I this is like something I need to get to, but I'm like, I'm just so content with where I'm at because I'm like hopeful that like whatever is meant to be will just be type of thing but Mm -hmm. the thing is I love how you mentioned that you're like choosing to love yourself and be fully content with you and if someone isn't adding to your happiness it's kind of like how do I like stay here what do I do like how do I make this better but you can't make something better if that person is just not willing to show that to you you know what I mean so there's a quote that
1: i heard there's a quote that I heard that said someone can only meet you as deep as they've met themselves. So if, if I expect you to meet me in a loving place, if you have not met yourself in a loving place, you could never meet me there. And so, so often we try, we see people try and change Others in the relationship, or you yeah. need to text me in the morning, and you need to call it's me like more. Just and you just need has to be to...
0: natural, or like exactly. it's just something about that person. Yeah, it's like it's like I feel like people need to fall in love with personal development, and then everything just kind of just naturally gravitates or attracts towards you. And exactly. um, it, it's definitely just a lifelong thing because I feel like once we. I noticed a lot of people I talk to when they meet someone and they're with that person, they kind of just don't do those things anymore because they're with that person. Like they don't do the cute things. They don't text them. They don't like just buy gifts just because like take them out because like, it's just like, Oh, well, we're already married. Like we don't need to do these things. And I'm like, that's so toxic. Like you should always want to like grow and be loving and just like, just want to be better together. So I love that Absolutely. you're like like realizing that where you were at was not where you want to be and where you were gonna yeah. stay. And so um knowing when to leave someone, I think is hard because we we hold on to what we think is good for us, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the best thing. And I've noticed um that's a common theme with toxicity as well. like we think there's not better because we've we found something already or we found this yeah. person so um realizing that like i like how you connected it to god like god will send you something better like this can't yeah. be what you're going to settle for you know and knowing In that fact. you deserve better is really important so i'm yeah. and
1: glad i want to touch on the fact that many people will leave and I think I understood this very early on because I was so damaged and I was willing to admit that like, I'm so damaged from this relationship. I'm not ready to date somebody yet. Let me work on myself. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes people will leave with this agenda or with this narrative of somebody else will treat me better, which honestly, I'm sure they will, but you attract what you are ready for. So if you are broken coming out of a relationship and you want to just jump back into dating, you're still a broken person. So you're going to attract another broken person and repeat the cycle over and over again. And it's not until you come out of that relationship that you take your time to heal and to grow. And like you said, it's a journey. It's an everyday process and you're nowhere near completion, even years after, because there's constantly ways and room to grow in so many areas of your heart, of your mind, of your soul. Absolutely. But coming out of a toxic relationship, I plead the person, whoever is, is to not jump into another one right away. Take that time for yourself. Take the time to love yourself and to heal yourself. And that often looks like spending a lot of time with yourself, taking yourself out on dates, reading books, taking long showers, you know, just really kind of soaking in alone time because it's when you're confident in being alone that you are confident in every area of your life yes
0: so 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 true I feel like um a lot of us don't want to spend that alone time with ourselves because it just feels like you're lonely or you just want a companion but I feel like your growth is the most when you're alone because you learn Mm -hmm. so much about yourself and you're just um consistently testing yourself like oh how can I get better in this regard or like you just have a lot of ups and downs and that's part of like healing and going through a breakup, I'm sure. Um, but it's just, it's amazing to see like what you can attract during that process because like you mm-hmm. will see like so many different things and you're like why is this happening and it's like yeah. it's because you're definitely trying to like attract something and but means- you're not fully there yet you know so
1: notice so notice many people who repeat the cycle they often fall between the words of like oh my type yes. but it's like <laughs> well your type didn't get you very far so i stayed far away from yeah. yes. having this idea of oh they have to be like this is this that yeah don't get me wrong i had you know honest loyal integral like i had standards mm-hmm. but often we see people lift a bunch of preferences and compromise their standards to fit this list of preferences And so for, again, somebody who's out of a toxic relationship, when they're making that list, because it is good to have that list to look forward to, is make sure it's standard heavy and not preference You definitely do want them to be attractive, obviously, but, you know, there's something
0: with the personality and everything, though. Like, I'm kidding you not. I'm like, so over the what the person looks like because the standards are just like so so low like we need them to be higher so it's like I don't even look at that anymore like if this person is trash I'm just like I I can't like we need a standard we need like we need a connection and I think it's really important to have a mental connection and when there is none it's just like how do I how how is this going to work out especially with someone who's
1: vain you're just like Yeah. It just doesn't work out.
0: I'm I'm like, okay. And like, I don't even mean to be mean. It's just like, it's like when you have so much substance to you, you want to attract substance as well. And it's like, there's not, it's really it's hard to come by it is there I know it's there like I met a ton of
1: amazing people it's just like but if they haven't discovered that for themselves yet you can't bring it out exactly. of
0: exactly and so you want to be like that person that tries to make someone better it, it just doesn't work that way so like knowing that a person comes as they are is very important because we think we can make someone better or change them or make them different and It just doesn't work that way, or it'll get better even though it's really bad. And it's like it just gets worse. So, like that's a that's a common theme with most people. And I try to like radiate like if it's bad now, like imagine where it's going to be in like a year. Like it's not going to be better. And if you
1: have to if you have to tell someone, don't get wrong. There are conversations. I'm in a new relationship now. That is honestly such a healthy in any emotional supportive thing so we'll have honest conversations where it's like hey you know this isn't this, this i feel this way okay well i'm so sorry like what can we do to change it like yeah. there's those kind of conversations oh, but yeah. if you're coming in and you're saying Hey, and I did it before. Post me on Instagram. Do this, do this. Send me never do this. And like it's like this.
0: very demanding or telling what people what to do. That's like a crossing a huge line. I totally exactly totally Because then
1: that. they'll do that to perform for you, but then when they stop, you're back in this place again. And then your demands grow and they grow and they grow until eventually you're that person's like, I can't do this anymore. Like or like you're, you're just left much, so disappointed. Like, yeah.
0: Exactly. No, I totally feel that like um it's a common theme with a lot of people or just maybe it's just the personality and realizing like oh this is a personality that you don't mesh with you know because there are people that yeah. don't like that but it's just knowing what is good and not good for you is important too because I think a lot of us will settle because we think this is different and good but yeah. it's not always true so also just vocabulary <laughs> yeah nice. absolutely just vocabulary
1: like it's if- I see so many people, so many girls my age are like, oh, you know, where a guy posting on Instagram is a big deal. Yeah, and which my boyfriend does post me on Instagram. So I don't, I, but I've been there where they haven't. And yeah. a lot of it is like, yeah, you know, oh, post me on Instagram. And then the guys would be all defensive that But even just the language of like, hey, you not posting me on Instagram makes me feel X, Y, and Z. That's, that communicates so much more than mm-hmm. telling them to post you on Instagram exactly. like there's certain depths to conversations that need to be had but I feel like a lot of people shortcut themselves or forfeit out of just because they want the outcome but they don't realize it comes in the process exactly
0: like it's like the feeling like tell someone how you feel like communication is completely 100% key in any relationship and I think like going around the bush or manipulating or saying well you did this or you didn't do that it's like Just tell them that you feel a certain way, and then they'll try to either fix it or not fix it, and then you kind of at least know that you like told them how you feel, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, I I heard heard, this guy. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. ahead. I heard this guy say, and I abide by this completely, and it's changed my relationship forever. Like the best thing that's ever advice I've ever received was, you can tell them what they did, and you can tell them how it made you feel, but you cannot assume why they did it. Yeah. And I feel like so many because we're women and we think and we overthink, it's like, well, they didn't say good morning to me. Oh, well, they didn't do this. This is. This, this, this. Oh, OK, well, they must be. And you just start to completely <laughs> rationalize in your head. And it's like it could be as simple as like, no, my breath stank. I don't want to say it in your face. Yeah. You know, so this is where as women, I think we have the strength of being able to carpentalize. Carbon, carbon from it but yeah. it, you know kind
0: of part yeah I know what you're saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's such a but we have this ability to do that. However it can also be our greatest downfall if we have not stewarded it correctly. Exactly.
0: Yes I yeah. completely yeah I do think that that's very powerful. Um we do assume because of the whole overthinking. So I definitely mm-hmm. I've learned to be more present in the moment. Like if it's really not that important and if it's not going to make me mad and the next day I try to just like let it go I'm like okay this this isn't worth like arguing about if it's not that serious you know so yeah I think we just get in our mind a lot and we we overthink and we think the most negative first then rather than positive like oh maybe they're just doing this because they need like alone time you know instead of thinking of it as like we did something wrong so yeah um I'm really really that we could go on about this stuff I feel like but um I feel like a common thing that a lot of people might have trouble with also is how you um how do you help someone be okay with being alone and single because I feel like you know we're on social media and we see consistent like couples and like these people who are single Probably want oh, yeah. exactly what they see. So, how do you help someone like kind of overcome that and be okay with that for the time?
1: Um, but from my experience, um, I, I allotted time to be single. So I made a vow with myself for two years. I'm gonna be single, and in my mind, I know I committed to that time. So it helped me. It's like okay, no, like and obviously make it reasonable. Someone in their thirties who wants to be married with children. And their biological time clock, obviously, you know, two years is a lot of time. So it just really, whatever it is that, you know, you feel would be beneficial to you. But I allotted two years and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take two years. And so along the journey, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm six months in. I got, you know, another year and a half to go. And so that helped me kind of stay within the frame of, okay, am I dating? I, I want to date. I don't want to date because I gave my time. I permitted myself that much time to be. By myself, so I think one setting a time frame on what you're going to dedicate to yourself, not you're not going to date, it's dedicating that time to yourself, how much time you want to do that for, and really be intentional with that time. Don't just say, I'm not going to date, and then twiddle your thumbs. No, yeah. we're not going to date so we can grow, so we can heal, so we can move past trauma, so we can create healthy habits, create healthy boundaries. That's what we're here for, and then two, know that one. Who you're becoming is way more important than who you're looking for, because it goes along with the lines of what we talked earlier, you attract what you're ready for. So take this time of being single to become your best so you attract the best so you don't feel the need to settle so you actually do have options, you know, you can choose between somebody who is in a friend place which I'm honestly 100% like go for the friend they're gonna love you they're gonna treat you they're gonna respect you like 100% but you know when you when you're so sure about yourself it radiates to the point where other people it it glows and it people are interested like what is she having because I'll have some of that you know and sometimes I would say that and then attract what you're ready I think that's And then also when it comes to being alone, know that it is purposeful and there's a purpose for it. And so it's when you get caught up in being single and looking at everyone else, you also have to understand social media is totally highlighted. It's highlighted moments and a lot of it too, people post wishful thinking. I was that girl in the relationship who was getting abused, who would post like, engaged, three years down forever to go. And it was so magical, but really behind the doors, it wasn't. And that's where I say, like all these relationships that are out there, don't compare yourself to, because you don't know what they've experienced and what they're going through on the other side.
0: Yes, no, I I totally, I totally um, like the whole setting that time frame for yourself because I feel like we're all like rushing to something or we're rushing to meet someone or we're just kind of like oh I'm getting older I just need to settle type of thing not realizing that Mm -hmm. it's like purposeful and if you just like embrace where you're at and not know that it's knowing that it's temporary like where you're at isn't where you're going to end up yeah I think is very very insightful because like we're just I think our minds are just impatient they're always on to the next thing about it literally yeah like what can I do next or how do I make this better or like who am I gonna meet next or like our attention span is so little I was just talking to my friend and I'm like I'm like I get so bored easily and I'm like this is like a bad trait but it's like if you're content with where you're at you won't really have time to be bored because it's just an asset to your life type of thing yes exactly But I think it goes beyond that. Like if this person isn't like meeting what you're looking for, then it does become boring. So it's kind of knowing where everything sets for that person too. Yeah. Um, And like, it it is kind of hard to, like I keep seeing talking stages on TikTok and everyone's like, I'm sick of talking stages. Like let's all just go like and travel.
1: (laughs) See, I'm I'm doing a whole podcast on talking stages with my with my boyfriend because we took six months to in the talking stage but we were so intentional with it it's like Mm -hmm. hey you're gonna be the thing
0: we need to be intentional about that like if you're talking to someone like there needs to be a like a A destination like this is a plan like we're not just talking to break each other's heart like and that's what everyone seems to be doing and i'm just like I'm like, where did we come from this place? A lot of like- the
1: time too, is that when people are in talking stages, I've noticed they kind of do stuff as if they're in a relationship and it's like, you're invested without any commitment. And yeah. that's where people get their heartbroken. Where yes. it's like, if you're just friends and you're cordial and you don't emotionally invest at an all time high, there can be a great side of it. But it's yeah. the expectation that we put on the talking without the commitment that we become heartbroken in and trust me I'm having my fair share oh girl
0: same don't worry we all I think we've all gone and they're like hey we're gonna get married tomorrow like we just started talking yesterday like I don't know how we go from it's like zero to a hundred or nothing and I keep saying I'm like I feel like it's all or nothing but it doesn't need to be like that like if we just learn to just enjoy each other
1: if I could do it all over again you can go on three dates and say you know what this isn't gonna work and that's okay you can go date somebody for four months and say mm, i'm really not saying and that's okay uh yeah. hello nature is process of elimination that's how we date too okay? yeah, and we yeah. don't have to stick with somebody just because we feel it would be a good fit we idolize what it could be no go take your time and, and along i feel like way- it's
0: all about the vibes like you say like meeting and like if you know that 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 person's not settling with you or you're just like eh, i'm not feeling it like definitely totally take that as a sign to not like pursue it. But I feel like sometimes people get in this like, well I need to just keep going. Like it'll get better. Like yeah. and I that's just like yeah. a toxicity like cycle. And it's like you need to be honest with yourself and that person. Like there's always yeah. easy ways to let someone know like hey you're an awesome person, just not for me. Like or this just isn't gonna work out. And like everyone will be okay at the end of the day. Like it, it's it, gonna be okay. Yeah. It's, it's just like knowing how to go about the talking stage? I think is so important because yeah. people. I know. Just start out the. Just
1: start out the window, literally. Dude, <laughs> they're just like, "Oh, we're talking. Hey, we're getting married. Just so you know." <laughs> yeah, and they they overinvest, and it's like, hold on, yeah, like you it, would not, hard. you know, a kid. You don't give a kid a steak knife when they're five years old. Oh. They 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 have to grow into that. Why? Because there's certain risks involved. Same thing with talking. You don't go all in. There's certain risks involved.
0: Yeah, and, and you have so like to like think logically. And I feel like people forget logic when they're talking as well. It's like, do we actually get along, or are we just talking because like we're both lonely? You know what I mean? Like there's some people yes. that you just like gravitate towards because you might like think they're a good fit, but they're honestly not. Yeah. And, and, and
1: there's because, so many people. There's so many people in relationships that they think are love, where really it's just attachment and it, it comes down to what how they played in the talking phase yeah
0: it, it's definitely it's definitely can go on and on about that i, I feel like i just laughed because i kept seeing it i'm like this is so bad like do not advertise
1: this let's not skip talking stages some of some of the tiktok advice i'm on i'm just like oh my uh, gosh. yeah i'm like, like, like this is oh, just no. a bad idea but then you hear some
0: really good ones like hey they were friends and now we're married and like that's so cute because like it's just natural, like just happen like i think those are the things that we should like hold on to because it does happen that way if you're yeah. like intentional about it like mm-hmm. you said like you have a plan like we're talking but we're not like there yet yeah, like, we'll have talking. like a
1: three-month check-in yeah. six-month check-in and then we'll decide because we both me, me and my boyfriend both knew investing in the hearts was gonna be a big deal yeah. so we had check-ins every month it's like how are you feeling after this is okay perfect and we just kept it going because yeah. it's like and like you don't wanna this.
0: like you said, you don't wanna like lead something on if like the, the chemistry isn't there anymore, the feelings aren't there anymore. Like, and I feel like that's another issue. People don't flat out be honest about it. And then it'll be like yeah. seven months later, and they're like, Oh, well, I don't like you anymore. Like, why didn't you tell me this like two months ago? Like, exactly. Like it doesn't exactly. happen after seven months, I don't
1: think, but like <laughs>
0: I don't know I'm, yes. I'm just gonna keep you'd be there. surprised
1: you'd be surprised some people are in relationships for five years and it's like i don't feel the same like, it's like where are we like, yeah i'm gonna have check-ins like every two months like we need to make I, everything focused. we do weekly date nights and we do weekly check-ins because it's yeah, like it's like
0: you need to know yeah. where you mentally stand with your partner like it's important exactly. like but i think yeah it's just people don't show they care anymore and they care but then they don't care it's like a huge ongoing theme and so it really is it's hard um what is um how do you help others become aware of like healthy relationships and what they deserve
1: um i would say one a lot of podcasts books (laughs) Um, one of my favorite books is The Emotionally Healthy Woman, um, Battlefield of the Mind. Those ones are huge in my book because I feel like, one, love is now. And I don't believe it should be. But a lot of you'll see as an emotional thing where I believe it it, 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 pour, it it's a teamwork of your brain and your heart and it's a mental and an emotional and that's when it works best because like you said you want somebody who's going to relate to you on a mental level in that same way if it's all emotion they are in complete control because emotions if they are the driver of your the your car you are going to crash yeah Where it's like you need to be cognitively sound to okay here this this, this and really kind of make those two top priorities so emotionally healthy women was one of my favorites, and then uh, "Battlefield of the Mind" was another favorite, favorite book of mine, um, and I'll constantly go back to them. I listen to a lot of sermons, and honestly, some I'll just Google some stuff. I wrote blogs. I checked journaling, like I journaled a lot. And that really just helped me like break down some of the things that I see. I went to like an inner healing. So it's called soul care yeah. um, where they really just kind of went down with me. And a lot of your attachment style when you're in a relationship is directed back to your you as a child and oh, wow. how you grew up. And so um, really just kind of going back to the childhood trauma that I had and really walking through what some of that looked like for me. You know, I seen domestic violence growing up in my home. And so when I experienced it in my mind, it was, oh, this is inevitable. Kind of like cheating when you get older, it's inevitable. And um, so healing those things in my mind and my thought patterns and my, you know, beliefs about relationships, that was huge. And um, being around people, you don't want to take advice from people who aren't in healthy relationships. You know, that's a huge, um, yes. making sure, make, and really just finding finding a sound support system because people you want people who are in constantly even if they tell you what you don't want to hear you want to be around those kind of people because they are going to help you progress you don't want to be around somebody who's just going to tell you oh you know that's a great person just date them because they're cute yeah no it's like did you check his credit score because that's the thing yeah. you know
0: uh, like Does you want he those ha- like important things not those not just like oh he looks good in pictures like
1: yeah no what is his what are his financial habits you know what is his relationship with his mom like what are his beliefs like these are all huge questions to ask yourself when you're looking to date and realizing okay you want to be emotionally ready and relational health is important in that and so I would say you know just really take your time and like you do research to buy a car before you buy it. You go take a couple of test drives. You go see a couple of dealerships. You compare numbers. You compare costs. You look down the line of okay, which car would be the best? The wrong way. Okay, don't take more that's time to buy a car way. than you would yeah, yeah than you would to invest in a relationship because that's so much more sacrifice on your end. And so I would just say, really, one, take your time, evaluate constantly, really buckle down and. Find the beauty of where you are, whether it's being single, whether you're looking, you know, take your time on either end. But know that this, you invest yourself into relationships that only are going to benefit you in the long run. Because if you're taking the chance or you're taking the risk from somebody, know that it comes with a lot. It's not just if they don't work, oh, I'll move on. No, you, I, especially sleeping with somebody early on if i can just touch on that okay this is huge because when people have sex it clouds their judgment 100 percent. and i i practiced this before i had found my relationship with god before i was in this new relationship so i'm in this relationship now where we're three years celibate we haven't touched that area we don't plan on until we're married because we know how much it can cloud and from experiencing that, you become over Why? Because it's a soul tie. And okay, you may necessarily not want to be with that person, but because you had sex with them, it makes it that much harder to leave because you've already given yourself. And there's certain parts of us as human beings that we want to protect ourselves. So if we've already exposed and given intimate parts of ourselves to somebody In a sense, we feel like now they are part of us when initially they were never meant to be. And so I think really taking a step back and being celibate and just dating to date and not dating to pursue anything intimate. And if it grows into something that's mentally intimate, emotionally intimate, spiritually intimate, and then you decide to move forward, hopefully when you're married, You know, that's something that would then grow to be that much more beautiful. But I think if you are single and you're looking and you want to be in a relationally healthy place, then you date to grow in intimacy, not date to find intimacy. That would be.
0: That is huge. Yeah. No, I totally. I love that. I love that because I think most people. I, like you said, have that attachment issue if they've already given themselves because like, oh, you're already a part of me. Like you have me now and now what do I do? It has to work, yeah. It's like, this has to work. Like I'm not leaving you. And so it's kind of like that, like we're not good together, but like, that's it. Like now I have to stay with you, but it's not always that. It's just really hard. Like you said, having to have to leave. And then I just see it from a lot of different people. And it's just it's hard but yeah definitely that's the number one I think good good takeaway just to not jump to that right away and I feel like people want it because it's so easy to connect with someone on that level but it shouldn't be the first go-to when you're talking to someone
1: absolutely absolutely okay
0: um it kind of goes similar with the this question that I just asked just like in general what are what is your advice to anyone that is seeking a healthy relationship, like how to go about it? And like, I guess just in general, if they're just maybe fresh to talking to people again, or they're, they've been single for a while and now they're like, I'm ready to, to seek someone.
1: Yeah. I would say I'm huge on practicality. Um, one would be go on group dates, see how they function around people because I know a lot of people's complaints is like, well, where to get, when you get around people, and it's like, they're so invested. And then when they start going out in groups, they see that a person might start to alter their traits a little bit. And then it becomes confusing for them. So I would say one, start going out in a group. I think going out in group settings is awesome because you get to see you know, them just out and functioning and having conversation with people, how they treat you in front of people. That's huge in a relationship. You, know, you don't want it to be so intimate and secluded that when you get out and you're around people, you feel like you don't know them because it's a whole nother side of them. So I think practically is date in groups, obviously not every time, but like really to kind of take that initiative to make outings in a group a thing so that you can really just learn to be around them and be around a whole group of people because it does speak volumes on how they treat you in front of people. Um, Two would be, you know, make sure they mesh well with family. Um, If it's a little bit early on to introduce the family, ask them questions about their family, share some of your family history. Those things are pretty, pretty big i know a lot of people don't think of them as they are but they are because eventually if you want to marry this person their family becomes your family there you become you know their parents become your in-laws and then that's the mother of your grandchild so there's a huge huge thing so you don't want to hit that like a dead brick in the wall it's like you hit with it and you're blindsided once you're married it's like oh my gosh i have the worst mother-in-law in the world because that could definitely take a toll on the marriage oh yeah you know so i would say group friends family and then two um Find something that you guys connect on beyond your guys' love for each other. Um, Whether that's, me and my boyfriend, we love church, we love God, and that's our, we're connected beyond how we feel about each other, we're connected beyond that. And so some people, you know, you see tons of people who are in the same sport, like, you know, just doing something that they both enjoy that can connect them beyond their feelings for each other. So whether that's a sport, whether that's, you know, traveling, whether that's, you know, fostering children, whatever it could be, that's something that is meaningful, that has depth where, you know, you can always evolve and grow with them. Um, and I would then say, uh, just making sure your conversations, being intentional with conversations and not be not be afraid to share how you feel. Because we become, what in our muted when we're silent on how we feel we then depend on the other person to take the load off of us and they may we, we're not super like we can't yeah. read each other's minds, you know yeah and yeah. so those would be my practical tips on how to stay within a relationally healthy place
0: oh god that's awesome no i love those i feel like um I think that's very good that you mentioned like someone that you can connect on more than just your emotional and loving, just like a uh, something you like to do because like that's something that you can both grow in and like, or like I noticed it's really cool to just try new things. So having someone yeah. that, you know, you could try new things with is awesome because then you're not going to get bored, you know, like you won't just be stuck yeah. in one spot. So I think just meeting someone that is always willing to evolve and life in general is important. And yeah. so if you can't find that, like I don't think it's the best match. But everyone does look for different qualities. So if that's not the yeah. type of person you are, then you might not want that. So
1: I think altogether so, you do want somebody who's willing. Because if that's willing to try even or you know, may yeah. they may not be the most spontaneous person. You're like super adventurous. You're like let's go yeah. so- climb that Everest and like what in the world you yeah. know but they're willing to try whereas you have someone who's closed off and how they are and they're not willing to evolve and grow you can you can grow immensely they're just gonna and they hold you back because they don't and they're gonna you make you feel anything. this they're gonna make you feel this small while you're growing because it's it's such a manipulative thing and so i would just say making sure that that person is willing or yeah. that's that's a sign you can catch early on too so yeah willing that's to and definitely
0: supportive because there's other things like along where it comes with if they're not supportive do you feel like they're supportive but they're not and then you kind of just talk yourself into thinking they're supportive but they're really not and and then it just kind of explodes so that's definitely a trait oh, you definitely need um,
1: because that's not
0: okay um, absolutely and,
1: coming out of high school i had a softball scholarship out of state. Um, for multiple different states so texas oklahoma florida pennsylvania and at the time i was dating the guy who i was with and he didn't get a scholarship anywhere and he wasn't that great academically which was no fault to him but i worked really hard for all of my 12 years playing softball and that's that same thing it seemed like he was supportive but he's like yeah that's awesome but i don't think we'll make it you know, and so it's like them. that, that helped me back from taking the scholarship, yeah. taking a free education. So now put it in line with where I'm at now. I'm $20,000 in debt being in school. Yeah. And here it is. I missed the opportunity because of the partner I was with. Obviously, it was my decision to yeah, take full cool ownership of yeah. it. When I was 18. I had no yes. idea about relational health. So yeah. I didn't, these things didn't click. But if I could go back then, I would say, that was an instant. Like you would want life. me
0: to be the best me, like, and you would be like, "Hell yeah, go!" Like, that's that. That's definitely like. It's like you need your own big fan. Like you're your own biggest fan, but you need like your partner to be your fan. Somebody well. who believes like, in you. Yeah. yeah. So, and if it, if they're just constantly bringing you down, then it's like you're never gonna grow. You're just gonna feel miserable, and it's just gonna be hell. And so, I think that's huge. So I'm glad. Yeah, that those are amazing yeah. tips. I definitely feel Absolutely. it but i'm so glad you were able to come on because this is amazing yes, i loved it we had an amazing conversation um i want to thank you so much and i want you to share how people can reach out to you if they want to ask you any personal questions or yes. want to reach out to you
1: um yeah so i have instagram which i'm pretty active on i have the podcast which is hard at home Uh that podcast is at Heart at Home Pod on Instagram. And then my personal Instagram is Sammy Sweet. At S A M I E Sweet underscore, I think. Um and yeah, I'm really active on those and TikTok, of course. Um those are my dream platforms that I communicate on. Obviously I'm on YouTube, so I'll go back and touch in the comments as well. But like you said, the attention span is so small now. Not many people go on YouTube, but Yeah, Yeah. those are the platforms.
0: No, I'm so happy. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I will definitely have everything linked in the show notes if anyone wants to reach out to Sammy. I'm so glad you were able to come on, and I want to thank you. And you guys all have an amazing rest of your day, and we'll all see you on the next episode.
1: Awesome. Bye.
0: So, if you like this episode, I hope you hit subscribe, rate it five stars, and share it with a friend. And I hope to see you on the next episode. And remember, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day.
1: A dose of mine and body. A dose of mine and body. A dose of mine and body. A dose of.